think at a subconscious level, the way that we form beliefs about ourselves isn't necessarily about what we say or what we think, but really what we see ourselves doing. And providing that, that imagery online will help them feel comfortable purchasing from you. This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. Picture yourself spending four weeks with other high level entrepreneurs in the northern mountains of Thailand, October 26th to November 24th, 2017. It will be full of masterminds, workshops, advisors, like-minded entrepreneurs, and of course, some fun adventure. Currently, we are offering a special early bird discount of $400 for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. Don't wait on this one, guys. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to contact us ASAP at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now, on to today's episode. Her business went from a living room table to a warehouse with 40 employees in 20 short months. That's Candace Gallick, the founder of Bikini Lux, and today she's a guest on our podcast. Candace is quite the entrepreneur and joins us today to share about the rapid growth she has created in her business and landed her on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. She discusses in length about how her business went viral on LinkedIn, the leadership lessons that she'd learned from this process, and how she uses Polyvore to drive traffic and sales. It's a great episode, guys, and without further ado, let's welcome Candace to the show. Welcome, Candace, to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. And I hear that you're calling from sunny Miami. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to be here chatting with you today. All right. So we want to get to know you as the entrepreneur that you are. We know you have a, a really cool story and we want to learn more about your business. So let's give you the mic and we'll let you roll with it. So I I started my business with the goal of creating a career path for myself that I would be happy doing on a daily basis that would cover my bills and and also kind of provide me a fun challenge. And, and I think that I was successful in doing that. And early on, I want to say a couple of years ago, when I started selling um, women's swimwear and clothing and accessories online, I, I found myself learning something new every day. You know, I really immersed myself in figuring out how to run an e-commerce platform, how to manage inventory, how to deal with customers and and provide the best service for them. And and it created this really exciting kind of job for myself and it and it really took over my life, which was fun. So um Bikini Lux really turned into something that I had I had never imagined. And what was exciting to me was that I literally had no idea what I was doing before. I I had never created a website from scratch. I had never funded a a business out of my own own income and savings. And um, it was a wild ride, and I'm really glad that I took the chance to do it. And, And I've learned a lot along the way. What do you think was one of your biggest hurdles when starting your business? Because I know you mentioned earlier that you didn't really have the dream of being an entrepreneur or know that you were going to be one. I think you mentioned you kind of fell into, it just kind of fell into place. So I'd like to know what were some of the biggest hurdles for you when starting this business? One of the largest hurdles was 
figuring out how to do everything. You know, I, I created my website and not from scratch. I'm not like a coding genius, let's say, but, you know, I took the time to, to go and modify everything and, and learn how every different page and, and all these things work. And I, I searched everything on Google. I watched numerous uh like youtube tutorials like every question i had i I googled it and asked but some of the larger hurdles that i faced were managing inventory you know when you've never managed something like that before and you know luckily bikini lux took off pretty quickly because we started trending on different social shopping websites so for myself starting out learning to order things in the right amount of time or make sure I have enough inventory on hand and I'm not missing out on sales, but also not buying too much to where you have a lot left over. That was, that was difficult for me. And, and I didn't really find that there was anywhere for me to learn how to do that online. You know, it was Mm -hmm. kind of just a trial and error process. So we did face a few issues there in the beginning, but besides that, I, I would say another, another hurdle would be in Dealing with customer service and and the expectation, you know, when it comes to e-commerce, your your competition is not only the smaller fish that are kind of swimming in your pond, but also the large scale suppliers and and vendors. Um, You have big platforms like Amazon, you have um, brands who've been around for years and then you jump on and create an e-commerce store and you're automatically dealing with all of them. So trying to compete, I would say. Um, in a space where everyone is is well practiced was was definitely something that was that was kind of a, a tough ride in the beginning. So for the listeners, just so they know, Candace basically in in twenty months took your bikini lux from a living room table to a warehouse and a team of more than forty people around the world. Is that correct? It is. And so I'm kind of curious, like. What were some ways, Candice, that you just handled those tough times? So me being an entrepreneur too, I know it, sometimes it's just really strenuous and stressful because I feel like we have to go through a washing machine before we can come <laughs> out as a shiny entrepreneur on the other side sometimes. So I'd like to know from your end, like what are some ways that you kind of kept that balance or kept that peace of mind or if you did at all? Um, so you could get through that quote unquote washing machine. Definitely. It, you know, it was, it, and it still is, it's, it's difficult. Um, people talk about work-life balance and, and for me, I, I jumped right in, you know, I was working 18 hour days because not only did I enjoy it, but I just had so much on my plate. And I'm one of those people who in the beginning, I didn't know how to delegate. I didn't, I didn't want to delegate. I wanted to do everything myself because I wanted everything to be done properly Mm -hmm. and and efficiently. So I was like, oh, no, I'll just do it myself. But what ended up happening was that I wasn't wasn't completing tasks as well as they could be because I was just so overwhelmed. So, you know, I took a lot of things on for myself because I knew that I could do them better than than someone else. So I, I decided to do all of my own PR and all of my own marketing. And, and I was making all of the banners for the website. Like I was literally doing every small job there was and just, it it took me all day, every day, but it was, it was fun and it was exciting for me. So in managing kind of my own PR and marketing, what I did, I went and I interviewed a hundred different, um, not firms, but a hundred different businesses and people who 
would offer me PR. And then I talked to them and told them what I had accomplished already, what I was looking to accomplish, and kind of talked to them about how they could help me. And what I found was that the majority of them, especially here in in Miami, didn't specialize in e-commerce. You know, a lot of them were promising me, oh, I can get you a, a print ad in a magazine, or I can do this, and I can do that. And it, it didn't really translate to sales for me, in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I was looking more for online. I, I want links from major publications. I want easy access, really, um, really high converting things. And I just decided to kind of figure out how to do that on my own. And I think that was one of the best decisions that I made was spending that time and money in building my brand myself versus outsourcing everything that I could because no one cares about your business as much as you do. And and no one wants you to succeed as much as you do. So I focused on that early on and I think that it turned out really well because um, the more the more publicity and news we got, the bigger we became, the more customers we had and more people were talking about us. So that was something that was interesting early on and that still holds true. You know, I, I love networking and connecting with people and nobody can do that as well as you can for yourself. Right. Makes perfect sense. What are some things you learned about leadership along those first 20 months when you were, when you started to get employees and you're uh, having this rapid growth? What are some things that's some really key lessons that you took away during that time? I definitely learned to focus on people who wanted to grow with the company. You know, we, we faced a lot of people who were there for the short the short term and they wanted to learn and they wanted to add something to their resume so they could move on and get a better job and and I would hear a lot like oh my gosh I just want to work here so bad because it'll look good on my resume mm-hmm. I'm just like well <laughs> where are you going <laughs> you know like why am I going to put all my effort into you just for you to leave me that doesn't make any sense so I really started growing a really great core of a core team of people who believed in the business and 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 what we were doing and saw the potential and and kind of worked with those I'm a very loyal person like I'm even I'm loyal even down to the apps that I use like even though there might be a better deal or a better service I'll stick with the one that has always been really great for us and has always you know answered emails quickly and and all that so um, leadership in the beginning was hard for me because I am I'm a very casual person and I, I am so busy managing all of my stuff that I don't want to micromanage other people, really. Mm-hmm. So when I had that, that job to kind of manage everyone, it was hard for me because I felt like I was taking away from the important things that I was doing that nobody else could do just to manage other people and make sure they were doing their jobs correctly, which were things that I could do, too, if I had enough time. So it was... Um, it was really just a kind of a growth process and getting the right people in place who you trusted and and had the same ideals as you and, and letting them roll with it and giving them that space and that freedom to kind of take care of that for you. That makes sense. So Bikini Lux went viral on LinkedIn and that was about was that about a year ago in twenty six early twenty sixteen? Yep, early twenty sixteen. Okay. And it, it definitely helped, from what I hear, of the growth of your business. 
So um, I'd like to hear that story a little bit, if you don't mind. You know, I heard some of it on a podcast, and I'd like to dig a, <laughs> a bit deeper about your experience of the posts that you put up on LinkedIn, why you chose LinkedIn, and kind mm-hmm. of the result that came about from it. Are you enjoying today's episode? I hope so. We're working hard to pick the minds of higher level entrepreneurs to bring you some applicable tactics for your business. October 26th through November 24th, we will have our most impactful event ever. Four weeks in the northern mountains of Thailand with other successful entrepreneurs that have six and seven figures in annual revenue in their businesses. The experience includes private accommodations, workshops, masterminds, advisors, high speed Wi-Fi at a beautiful resort complex. And for our listeners, we have a special $400 early bird discount for only 10 people. Once they're filled, they're gone. So if you're ready to seriously take your business to the next level, contact us at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now back to the show. So Bikini Lux went viral on LinkedIn. I'd like to hear that story a little bit if you don't mind. Definitely. So one thing with e-commerce that I think is really important is being well-rounded. You know, we were we were popular on Pinterest and we had you know, a good following on Facebook and Instagram and, and all these different platforms. And, um, I really, I took to LinkedIn because I wanted just to create a regular profile like everyone else. Honestly, you know, I, like I said, I was new to running a business and being a business owner and, and I wanted to be taken more seriously. You know, I, I am a young blonde girl living in Miami and, and I wanted people to take me seriously as a business owner not just as this girl who everyone mistakes it they they say oh yeah you're that girl with the bikini line right and it's like well no I don't have a bikini line I run a successful e-commerce platform that Mm. moves other people's bikini lines it's a little it's a little different (laughs) um so I kind of wanted to be seen that way and um what happened with LinkedIn was I was promoting the same um imagery that I was posting on all the other platforms and it, it just, on LinkedIn, they they weren't ready for that. They weren't used to seeing that there. They were used to talking about business. And and people didn't really post images unless they were, you have like your profile image or you have like some, some people post like advertisement type things that aren't very flattering or or maybe visually appealing. Right. So I, I posted, you know, beautiful girls on beaches wearing swimsuits in a, in a classy way. And what happened was they were just the posts were getting so much interaction, so many comments and and conversations within the comment section, which what was great about that platform was that when let's say that you commented on one of my posts, it would then show that post to all of your followers. So it started getting a lot of organic reach just because of the way that the platform was set up. You know, everyone was like, "Why? I don't know this girl, and I don't know her business. Why am I seeing her on my page?" So, it just really took off that way, and and it was fun for me because I met so many people from LinkedIn. You know, I made so many business connections, and and it led to so many opportunities and and um, a lot of publicity. You know, I think last year I was in Forbes eight or nine times, and then started this year out on the Forbes 30 under 30 list and and a lot of that is because of going viral and many people say like oh LinkedIn LinkedIn is like an old platform it's not really that that valid anymore but I don't think that I would have been in Forbes that many times last year for (laughs) something like that if it were not a valid platform and 
you know, I think uh, I'm thankful for that because it really did propel not necessarily my business, but it propelled kind of me and it allowed me to create other opportunities and, and networking. And that's been really um, profitable and also exciting for me. Do you still use LinkedIn as um, a, a platform to advertise and put posts up? I do. Yeah, we faced a lot of backlash on there early on because people were seeing me who didn't know who I was and they didn't know why they were seeing swimwear imagery. So I got reported a lot and my profile got you know, banned, deleted, brought back. <laughs> um, and... I still use it now. It's a little different ever since it was taken over. It's it's changed a lot, and a lot of the algorithms are changing. So it's not quite the same, but it's um, like every other social media platform. It's always changing. You just have to figure out how to get it to work the way you want it to. Right. You know, LinkedIn is really interesting because I've met entrepreneurs that swear against it and entrepreneurs that have made a lot of money from it. And it, I think it just kind of depends on your social circle. Because there's a lot of people out there that don't have friends that use LinkedIn at all. And some people, their social network or their business network, LinkedIn is being used professionally and doing really well for them. So it's definitely not a dead platform, but it's it's a niche platform. It is. And, you know, not I, I don't know anyone who is just hugely successful on every single social media platform, like unless you're talking celebrity status. But most people tend to become popular on maybe one or two of them while the yeah. others they don't focus on as much so um, it really is what you make it and if you're looking to make connections and network and build new opportunities and it's great that's what I've done so I'm all for it yeah makes sense so there's something else that I found really interesting that you're using in your business, Candice, and this is a platform that I actually had never come across before, but it's called Polyvore. Did I pronounce that right? Mm -hmm. Poly, Polyvore. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, you use that to drive traffic and sales. So if you don't mind sharing, I'm kind of curious on the strategies that you use to help your business with Polyvore. So Polyvore is one of the ones that we focused on early on. Because um, when we were brand new, when Bikini Lux was brand new, no one knew who we were. Um, and not a lot of people were just typing in their search bar like, oh, I want to go to Bikini Lux. Like that wasn't happening. So we had to join different platforms that had a fashion-minded following and, and user base and kind of take advantage of, of their search engines and, and their algorithms and figure out how when you log on to a website like Polyvore, how do you get your products shown to them right away without them having to hunt something down and accidentally stumble upon you? So that's something that I really focused on early on was getting stuff, getting the products in front of people who would buy it. So Polyvore is a fashion-minded platform. So we started doing um, contests and, and giveaways and, you know, people were using the items that we were posting in their sets and we would say, Oh, like use a, use a bikini Lux product in your set for a chance to win a pair of sunglasses or whatever. So all these girls would go and make these sets of different clothing and, and all that and share it to all of their friends and their friends would see it and be like, Oh, what's this cool bikini? Oh, it's from bikini Lux. So kind of just, it's word of mouth and 
And it's also good, <laughs> honestly, they offer good backlinks. So that was one of the first reasons why we used it. And it's it's one of those things, you know, there's not so many websites that are geared specifically towards women and, and fashion where people can actually go on and and click around and create sets and collections and, and really get creative. So that's why we've used it. And honestly, we've, it's, we haven't focused on it so much lately, but it definitely was a good way in the beginning to take advantage of a platform that had a like-minded user base. Candace, do you have any special strategies that you're using for your business that we haven't talked about that you think other entrepreneurs could benefit from? Definitely. So I think that some things transcend different niches, you know, so there are some things when it comes to e-commerce and and even just promoting your business online that you need to do this day and age to be to be relevant and to be seen. And one thing that you want is you want your followers to to share your posts and to interact with them and engage and, and help spread the word about your business. And I think that providing practical content is one of those things now. And I think there's some statistic that says highly practical content is like 34% more likely to go viral than content that is not helpful. (laughs) So, you know, you see all these videos that are like cooking videos and like how to and people share them quickly and easily because they're like, oh, yeah, I mean, I would love to make that. Let me share it with my friends. And providing that practical content is it kind of reaches people in a way that's effective because everyone on the internet like we're all just kind of scrolling through we're not really looking to help anyone else we're just scrolling through facebook oh yeah i like this video that's great for me so reaching out to people in that way is is awesome um also i think that when it comes to your customers if you're selling something online you you have to reach them differently like back in the day it was just everything had a white background image and you looked at a product this is what it is okay, I'm going to buy it. But now it's more or less about seeing yourself doing it or, or wearing that product or, or kind of teaching them or showing them a lifestyle that they wish they could have. So I think at a subconscious level, the way that we form beliefs about ourselves isn't necessarily about what we, what we say or what we think, but really what we see ourselves doing. And, and providing that, that imagery online will help them feel comfortable purchasing from you. Like all the stuff on Bikini Lux, if you look at the Instagram, is all just girls playing on a beach, drinking coconuts and splashing around in the water. And that's what you want to do. And that's why you wear a bikini. And I think the last thing would be staying true to your brand's mission and, and personality and, and being cohesive. It takes like 13 milliseconds for your brain to register an image and like 50 milliseconds for your brain to form a first impression. And first impressions are everything when it comes to the short attention span that people have while browsing online these days. Making every post count is important. Couldn't agree more. Candice, where's Bikini Lux headed? What's the future look like for you guys? Oh, Bikini Lux is, oh, it's doing so awesome. You know, now we're, we're manufacturing some of the great products that we, we sell and focusing on, on building that 
kind of subset of it. You know, we've always focused on other brands, and now we're really getting into producing our own lines so that people can get what they what they want and love at a better price. You know, we've always been designer swimwear, which is a little pricey, but we're working on an, our own in-house brand. And, you know, my goal for Bikini Lux is to be the go-to destination online for women's swimwear. So more brands, more products, and more fun. And Candace, if the listeners wanted to reach out to you or to learn more about Bikini Lux, where's the best place they could do that at? Well, you can head to bikinilux.com for all your bikini needs, but also on Twitter if you want to follow me, I'm Bikini Geek, and I talk about everything from my column in Ink Magazine to running the bikini world to... I don't know what's going to happen next, but we're going to find out and you'll hear about it there. (laughs) Excellent. Candice, I want to give you a huge thank you for coming on the show and thank you for sharing your story and your tips and your tricks and all of your wisdom with us. We really appreciate you and your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And listeners, we're going to sign off there for today. Thank you guys for joining us once again, and we'll see you all on the next episode. Goodbye, everybody. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for six and seven figure entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for attendees, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, our main event will be held in Chiang Mai, Thailand. It is four weeks from October 26th to November 24th and held for six and seven figure entrepreneurs only. It will be full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, co-working, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as soon as possible. This event will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested and have some questions, be sure to contact us through theentrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.